0: I'm going to give a little bit of instruction on mindfulness of emotions. Um, Emotions are an essential part of being human. They include some of the most wonderful things that a human being can experience. They also include some of the most challenging uh, things that we can experience. They can be enjoyable. They can be intimate. Or they can be afflictive. All emotions are appropriate in the field of mindfulness. We're not trying to have one emotion and not have another one. We're just trying to allow them to exist as they are and to come, you know, uh, begin peak and fade without complicating them with judgment, with uh, commentary, with uh, resistance with clinging. Emotions come and go, right? None of you are have the same emotion you had yesterday. It's, it's long gone. The word emotion means to move through. And just that understanding is really helpful for working with emotions. Um, any emotion, they say even the, some of the really challenging emotions. Um, some psychologists said it takes 90 seconds for them to go through you. It doesn't mean that it's not going to come back in five minutes <laughs> or a few minutes later, but it's like a wave that comes through you and and passes. And um, But often we get caught up in it and we try to resist it because it can be painful sometimes with some emotions and we or we don't want to feel them and we start pushing them away but the practice is kind of the middle ground of uh, kind of the middle way of working with emotions you know we don't want to repress them we want to let them surface it's okay to feel these things that we We consider unsightly, you know, jealousy, envy, um, you know, dislike, hatred. You know, these things arise, we let them come and and we don't make them unwelcome. We let them be. But we also, in the practice, we don't necessarily act them out. Uh, So if we get angry with someone, we don't necessarily go, you know, yell at them or hit them, but we allow ourselves to feel it until it passes. Uh, Some emotions, we do want to act out, right? Like affection, uh, hug a good friend, um, laughter, you know, so a lot of uh, non-afflictive emotions are really useful and wonderful and intimate to act out. Not necessarily on the cushion always, but um, so some people don't get strong emotions while they're meditating. And yet off the cushion, they get strong emotions. So the instructions they'll give are useful uh, both on and off the cushion. If you get a strong emotion when you're doing walking meditation, you can take a moment and stop, 90 seconds and attend it until it passes and then go back to walking. Uh, So this is like a useful way to really, um, uh, really pay attention to emotions in a skillful way. So just as we began with the breath, using the breath kind of as our center, or anchor, the way that we bring ourselves back home, back to the present, and then we expanded our feel of attention to sensations in the body so that if any compelling physical sensations come up, um, you know, maybe heat or... Uh, itching, or uh, or just in pleasurable vibrations, anything comes up, we notice those, and then when they pass, we come back to the breath. And so it's the same thing with emotions, you know? If they show up and they're compelling, uh, we give them attention. We make them the object of meditation until they pass. <clears throat> it can be easy easy to get caught up in strong emotions, especially the challenging ones. And um, it's it's a skill to learn how to really be present for them, not resist them, not cling to them, not tell stories about them, but just really letting them move through us. If an emotion is challenging to be with, uh, one of the uh, uh, tools I like to offer and that a lot of you have heard, in, maybe in a different way, but it's the RAFT formula. And some of you have heard it's the RAIN formula, but they're pretty close. And the RAFT formula, it's, you kind of think of it as a raft that takes you across the uh, turbulent river of an emotion to the other side. And what it stands for um, is the R is to recognize the emotion. Um, Now, a lot of emotions are very easy to recognize, you know, I'm angry, you know, it's very easy to, you know, oh yeah, that's anger, or that's happiness, or that's um, uh, annoyance, but sometimes um, as... um, uh, Someone asked last night, uh, you know, I don't know what this is, you know and but i but it's unpleasant, you know and so Diana called it out of sorts, and that's good enough, you know you can say unpleasant emotion uh out of sorts, um you know, not good, uh so it doesn't really matter the The point is that you recognize it by recognizing it you're already uh giving a little bit of distance, a little bit of space around the emotion you're not in the midst of it you're you have this additional objectivity. Very often with an emotion, you recognize it and it's gone. That's fine. But sometimes when it's not, then you might use the next step. And so then in the RAF formula, we recognize and we allow or accept. So often the problem we have with an emotion is an emotion comes up and we resist it. Um, we don't think we should have it. We judge it. Um, I've had emotions come up and, that I didn't want to see in myself, you know, jealousy. I'm not a, I'm not a jealous person, <laughs> you know, and just trying to reject that, you know. And so allow it, you know, and that's how it, it moves through us. It purifies, it, it clears itself. Um, so we allow it to do its thing. And sometimes you do that and it's gone but other times it's a very strong, persisting emotion. And then we feel it, R-A-F-T, recognize, allow, and feel it. And this is kind of uh, one of the more powerful parts of the formula, really, is feeling it in the body. Every emotion we have has a physical reaction. You know, if most people associate if they're angry, you know, they uh, their faces get tense, sometimes their hands get tight, their shoulders or the bellies. So see what's happening in your body. Um, turn your attention away from the story. You know, like they did this to me. You know, it's often you know we're angry because they did this. You know, and and that's the story what's happening right now is a reaction in the body. And sometimes we get very attached to that story. Um, what's really important about this piece is that um, when we feel the emotion or our body, it's going to pass through us. With afflictive emotions, every time we retell the same story, we usually re-trigger it all over again, and we reinforce it, and we solidify it. And so... When we start saying, hey, that's the story, this is how I feel. Uh, we start weakening that pull of that story. I mean, I've had something happen to me in the day that I, you know, uh, uh, someone says something really mean to me. It really hurt my feelings. I was really upset about it. But a couple hours later, I was feeling fine. You know, and I went home that night and told my husband. And, he, um, and in telling him... It was like it just happened all over again, and the same emotion, same story. And then um, I talked about it some more and built upon it until eventually I had a really nice resentment built up against this person. Um, but that's what we do. That's, that's how our, um, you know, our afflictive emotions tend to work. So when we see this really the difference, oh, that's a story, and this is what I'm feeling. that begins to give us some room to really grow in equanimity in relation to these things. Um, As a conditioning, you know, like it's funny, some people can insult me, but the way they insult me doesn't touch anything in me. I'm not conditioned that way. But they might insult me in a different way, you know, and then that that triggers one of my buttons, you know. So we all have buttons, you know. So which buttons were pushed? Were we automatically reacting to something? So recognize, allow, feel it in the body, and the last one is to tease it apart, and so um, that's to notice the difference between the physical, mental, and or reaction to it. So, for instance, um, uh, let's take an emotion. Well, let's let's use a simple example. Okay, someone someone insulted me, and I feel hurt. You know, and, and the story showed up in my meditation. I'm feeling all that hurt again, and uh, and then, um, but then I'm angry that they hurt me. So that's like my reaction to the hurt, or maybe I don't even notice the hurt. I just notice the anger. But by teasing it apart, I go, you, you know, you go. I'm so angry they did this. I'm angry, angry, angry. And then you, you let it let it um, sit and explore. All of a sudden, you can see that hurt underneath. You know, we, we'd rather, most of us would rather be angry than hurt because being hurt makes us feel vulnerable. Anger makes us feel strong. You know, you can lift a car when you're angry. <laughs> you know, you can do a lot of things. You know, your muscles get really, um, you know, ready to uh, uh, fight or flight. Whereas when we hurt, we kind of want to hide more. Um, and so, so really beginning to recognize what we're doing, you know, how we're reacting to, uh, reacting to our um but with any of these steps, uh, you know don't overthink them. you know if you're overthinking them, just just go back to the breath, go back to you know it, it, these afflictive emotions, um, they'll come back again if they need to, and uh, you know sometimes many times so so you don't have to chase them. you know if, if you kind of got confused, just go back to the breath um, So let's do a uh, meditation. I'll do a little bit of uh, kind of refreshing this during the meditation. So uh, if you've not already, take a relaxed but alert posture. And gently close your eyes. Take a couple of deep breaths. And with each breath, Just settle in a little more. Just relax anything that can relax. Letting the breath return to normal. Get a general sense of how you feel in your body right now. And take a minute to relax any obvious tensions. If it's not possible to relax something, it's okay. Just try to soften around it. Take a moment and just notice your general emotional state. There might not be any emotions present, but just generally, how do you, how do you feel emotionally? When you're ready, just shift your attention back to the breath, to your home, to your home base, and allow your attention to rest there. Keeping the breath in the foreground, you can widen your field of attention to include any strong body sensations or strong emotions that arise. And if they do arise, you can turn your attention to it. No need to judge it. No need to react to it. And if it's an emotion, you can recognize it, allow it, feel it in your body, and leave the story alone you can drop the story, you can notice the difference between the body sensations and the story, and it's always appropriate to return to the breath, and if nothing compelling arises, no need to look for anything. Just rest in the breath and the rhythm of the breath. mindfulness practice allows us to trust our emotional life, to allow ourselves to feel the full range of human experience without repressing or acting it out. There's also deep emotions that can arise when the mind is at ease, states of unconditional joy, unconditional love, compassion, peace, equanimity. Not because things are going right, but without any specific reason. They just arise. The art is not to try to have some emotions, not others even though we all really like having those wonderful states of peace and equanimity, but to really allow whatever shows up in our experience to to be there and to move through us, and not to reach towards any of it, and not to uh, push any of it away. Just allow the flow of emotions, of life, to move through us. So thank you. and have one announcement. Um, uh, Some of you have group discussions next. Uh, So we've got a few minutes uh, uh, for it. Uh, Please check that you don't have any bell ringing that conflicts with your groups. There's one right now, and then there will be one at 11. Um, And if there is a conflict, please uh, let the managers know. Yeah, thank you.